Hello and welcome to Tea and Relief. It's your host, Ariana Marie, and I'm so excited for you to sip and sife with me on today's episode of Tea and Relief High Tea. Today we are going to define the different types of stoners. Yes, there's more than one. Spill the tea on the types of stoners we've dated and discuss relationship pros and cons of dating particular types of stoners. As always, we'll be updating you on what we're chiefing on this week. So join us for high tea and hear us spill the tea on these special leaves. I just want to leave a disclaimer that nobody on this podcast is a cannabis expert or specialist. We are all sharing our personal experiences with marijuana with you and please understand that marijuana affects everybody differently so you may have your own experiences with this please do not take any of the advice we give you as professional advice we're here to have fun and give you a little insight onto our experiences with the mary jane I also want to include that we are all legally of age to smoke marijuana and or have medical cards or are residing in legal states. Thank you. Hello? Hello? Hi. Are we live? I think so. So hi, Mel. Hi. We're actually recording this. I know. Guys, this week has been a lot, but we're here. We're doing the damn thing. Um, Mel, did you recognize anything different in our intro today? Yes, you called us chiefas. You chiefin? I sure did. So, um, I think that 2020 kind of changed a lot of things for all of us, and mm-hmm. me and Mel were discussing that. All we've been doing is cheaping because you really smoke alone on a virtual site, right? Yeah, but, usually. But we wanna we wanna keep the feeling of siping. We're just not passing anything. And I feel like chiefing has so much negative connotations around it. But yeah. if we can look at one bright thing from 2020, it's that chiefing is now accepted because if you're smoking <laughs> on your own shit, you should be chiefing it. Yay! Exactly. If you if you rolling, you lighting it, you smoking it. That's it. So while we are still stuck in virtual siphoning, I am proud to be called the cheaper. I don't know about you. I am too. And I think we kind of use it with each other because like we know I smoke alone at least. Um Mel is not breaking any COVID rules. She lives in a house with a few people so sometimes she's smoking with them but even a house full of stoners basically well we ask each other we never say are you smoking we always yeah. say are you chiefing mm-hmm. and always. so today we are here to introduce ourselves as queen chiefers <laughs> we are queen chiefers and please do not mesh those words together and call us queefers <laughs> oh my god Yo, but those words can really be matched. Like, we gotta be careful. (laughs) Maybe we should rethink this. Guys, we'll get back to you on this. What are you siphon on today, Mel? Oof, not siphon. What am I chiefing on? By myself, smoking, chiefing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm chiefing on some do-si-dos, and I've had about six, seven hits, and I am feeling grand. I'm smoking on banana pudding. Ooh. And no, it's not banana pudding. It's banana pudding. Pudding. It is banana OG mixed in with GMO, which I know that you had last week. I love GMO. Oh, my God. If you guys ever, ever see GMO and you've never had GMO, I didn't have GMO until 2019. If you guys see GMO and you guys are like, wow, what's that? Just smell it. Just smell it, and that'll be all the answers you need because that shit will wait. That shit is like a smelling salt. You got someone passed out, you up. You got to save someone, put that shit in their face. Here, smell this. Um, yeah, this was like, this was super good, and I guess that's what like helps um, bring in the anxiety-relieving qualities because the potential symptom relief of the banana pudding was 
banana putang, sorry, um, was anxiety <laughs> relief, relief from fatigue, pain relief, headache, migraine relief, and muscle muscle tension relief. Muscle. Muscle. And, um, and let me tell you, it hit every single one of those categories. And I'm mad I only got an eighth Damn. of it instead of at least a Damn. quarter. Because this stuff is beautiful. This strain, I'm pretty sure, is cultivated in New Jersey itself. Yeah, I think so too. Because I really haven't, like, I've seen banana pudding, but I've never seen banana pudding until you showed me. And when you go back, you should be like, yo, let me know when you got more of that banana pudding. I, I, I have to say, if any of our listeners from New Jersey who have their medical card get to Cure Leaf or Breakwater and get some of this strain, because I promise if you suffer from pain, it will help you. To try it. You, you definitely have to try it. Um, okay. You said that in my back tensed up. I was like, wow, I really need some pain relief. <laughs> Lights up the joint that I put out. It was incredible. I was in a, I had a flare up from my condition the other night and mm-hmm. we were actually going to record. So Mel knows. And um, yeah, we've tried guys. Like I said, it's been a rough week. Just bear with us. When we have medical conditions that keep us from doing other things, they might also interfere with our filming, but you know, we try and push through it. But that banana, that banana putang saved me from going to the hospital, which I normally would have done uh, if I didn't have something. Yeah. How did it make you, how did it, did it just make you feel like your body fully relaxed? Like, what did it do? It made my body feel fully relaxed. I can't, I can't say that it actually took away the complete pain that I was dealing with, but. Did it like numb it at least? It brought it down so much and released the tension really in my good. body from like being in pain and tensing up so much that I was finally able to relax. And a lot of the times with my condition, like I can't eat because of the pain. So mm-hmm. I was able to eat, which was great. Like eat a lot. That was the only thing yeah. that made me so hungry. I came inside and I had a half <laughs> a pint of ice cream and, and I had an English muffin with peanut butter and banana. Ooh. And it was so good. Those of you who don't know how good <laughs> peanut butter and banana is should try it. If you don't know how good peanut butter and banana is, do you not know who Elvis was? Like, are you just, how young are you? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you gotta know about peanut butter and banana if you listen to this podcast. Because if you don't, you're too young. Get off our podcast. You're not allowed here. You're not allowed. We don't want any teeny boppers. We want adult teens to adults, if you please. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's what we're achieving on this week. Um, guys, yes. if you can try these strains, please do. They <coughs> are great, especially for medicinal trains. Okay, trains, mm-hmm. strains. Okay, so on last week's episode, we focused on the dangers of taking a toke before a date. Yes. And we okay. came to the conclusion that knowing what strain you smoke before going out on a date is super important to the date's outcome. Since we liked the topic of smoking and dating, we've decided to continue and deliver you guys some really hot tea on the types of stoners we've dated. Oof. The problem oof, being... Oof, oof. The problem being that a lot of people think that stoner only has one definition, and that's yeah. so untrue. Part of the reason that I even wanted to start doing this podcast was because I want to break that stigma. Me and Mel are different types of stoners just in and of ourselves. Yeah. We're not going to do our traditional vocab. We're actually going to read you guys the definitions of stoners brought to us by Urban Dictionary. So if you get offended, take it up with them. <laughs> yeah, if you guys are offended, like you guys are identifying with your stoner selves too much. We're not calling you out personally because I'm pretty sure most of these are me. So if I'm not offended, you ain't offended. You you feel me? We 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 good here. Just chief it, you be alright. I mean, maybe you'll even find the actual stoner that you want to be mm-hmm. because it's definitely possible. 
for sure for sure you can definitely change to keep things in our regular fashion a little bit mel off the top of your head what would you describe a stoner as a stoner okay so obviously the definition brought to everybody is a stoner is someone who smokes all day and does nothing to me a stoner is someone who smokes throughout their day of doing whatever they need to do that day if they have nothing to do they have nothing to do if they have stuff to do they have stuff to do just because you smoke doesn't mean you're not gonna get your shit done now don't get me wrong sometimes it'd be fucking it up and it'd be delaying shit but that's on you. That's all about you. If you're a procrastinator, you're going to procrastinate. I'm a full-on, full-time, I am certified procrastinator. And you would think that we would just make me slow. But sometimes, depending on the strain you smoke, you're like, oh, my God, I want to do this. Or, oh, my God, yeah, this sounds so fun. Like, it's literally about who you are as a person and your mood. And that is who you are when you get, quote, unquote, stoned and you turn into a stoner. I think that everybody's a different type of stoner, just like we're all different types of people. And I think a lot of it has to do with a lot who the person is before yeah. the actual weed and like what they're what they're smoking. So in the words of Wiz Khalifa, smoking weed doesn't ruin your life. That's all on you. If you can't manage smoking weed and having a successful life, that's your problem. I have to say I completely agree with this because I think there's if you if you smoke smart you mm-hmm. can live a fully successful life Yay! like Wiz Khalifa Snoop Dogg I mean think about Bill Maher he's on HBO like think about all these successful people who smoke weed every day and <laughs> Miley Cyrus Miley Cyrus and they're completely successful. So we yeah. want to help push this agenda of breaking that stigma that stoners sit around, smoke, and do nothing all day and look like characters from the, mo- from the movies they've been confused and Wayne's World. <laughs> <laughs> okay, with that being said, I have an actual definition from the Merriam-Webster Dictionary that says a person who habitually uses drugs or alcohol. Is Road. There- that's their definition of stoner and boring like that's all like stoner first of all stoners don't i feel like stoners and alcohol aren't like in the same category at all yeah i don't i get why they're like they're saying drugs or alcohol but i feel like they're so like such different things it shouldn't it shouldn't be one definition like someone's either a drinker or a stoner like it's not there's drink or smoke (laughs) like all the time yeah, I definitely feel like when I didn't smoke, I drank a lot more than I I do now. Yeah, like drinking is just like mm, for me. I actually like don't really drink anymore, but thankfully for us, Urban Dictionary held it down with some fun and actually offensively real classifications. <laughs> so here they go. Okay, so a stoner is a person who likes to split, sits back and reads all the definitions for a stoner on this website and see how much of it actually applies to them that laughs at how true some of them are. Now, where's the lighter? (laughs) Okay, so Urban Dictionary also broke down um, the stereotypes of stoners into a few categories. The first one being a dropout stoner. It says, this is the most common stereotype. Dropout stoners didn't graduate from high school because they skipped most of their classes. They were always getting into trouble and sneaking around. You'd find a dropout stoner in the bathroom trying to hide his smoke. They usually sounded like they had accents from California and they never washed or changed their clothes. That's fucked up. (laughs) I know. They drove really crappy cars, usually vans with a mattress in the back, (laughs) and were always getting tickets. The police usually knew them by name. (laughs) Dropout stoners usually had a lot of roommates. That's because most of them couldn't keep their fast food or movie theater jobs. Oh, my God. (laughs) And the only only reason they wanted a job was to buy more weed. They were always late to work and looked like they had just woken up, even if it was 9 in the evening. They didn't talk about much other than marijuana and getting high. They usually didn't own products like shampoo or toothpaste and thought of such objects as secondary to the weed they wanted. 
They would only buy weed nickel or dime bags and always owed a bunch of money with promises to pay back later. The dropout stoner was the typical stoner of the movies. They never had girlfriends. They played jokes on jocks and they dropped out of school. (laughs) Damn. Okay, that's fucked up, but like I did know people like that. (laughs) I know. I, okay. I know it says they never had girlfriends, so this would take this exact person out of this category, but I definitely dated this exact stoner type. Definitely. To a T. The car wasn't really crappy. (laughs) I mean. But the way it was kept, definitely. Every, like, uh, police officer in this guy's town knew who he was. That's crazy. That's accurate. Yes, because he he drove like a maniac sometimes. So he'd always get pulled over for driving. Actually, the first time he drove me home, he got pulled over, which is very funny. Um, (laughs) (laughs) He did drop out of high school. Weed was definitely the main priority and jewel pods at the time. Your jewel pods were the wave. The only iron, he only owns an iron now because one time I stayed at his house and I had work and I had just bought a new button down shirt. And so I had to iron the button down shirt and I actually had to go out and buy an iron. And like, honestly, I'm trying to think like what size because I like how much weed he usually had on him. I I can't recall that. I definitely can't recall that. How Um, often did he like cop weed? I wish I remembered. I'm so horrible. I don't remember. Sweet kid. Sweet kid. I can't say anything. He he was like a sweet personality type, but just fit every definition of this. And if he couldn't smoke weed Oh my god. Forget the it. Attitude was insane. The anger. And I really do think that toothpaste and everything else in his life came secondary to weed. <laughs> Did you ever date this type? Um fully this type? <laughs> Sorry. No. <laughs> I've never I've never dated this type. I've dated people who have dropped out of high school but they weren't they weren't like this. <laughs> I love how I finished with saying not every stoner is from um, Dazed and Confused or Wayne's World. And this yeah. is the exact definition of Literally. a stoner from This Wayne's is World. the movie stoner. Like, this right here is the movie stoner. This is what you watch when you are with your friends and you just ate an edible and you're about to watch a movie. Like, that, that is that stoner. Yeah, and it doesn't necessarily mean that they're bad people. And if you are this stoner, you can always turn it around. Toothpaste and shampoo are important. Or if you're comfortable being this type of stoner, please, by all means, go Yeah, just do you, boo-boo. Oh, my God. Okay, so you've never dated one of these. Do you know any of them? I definitely do know many people that are like this, like many people. So, like, when I first started smoking, there was this kid that came to my school I don't want to give him up, but um, he would come to school. When I tell you clapped, I mean, he would come to school absolutely high. We were in, I believe this was either junior or sophomore year, I think. And he smoked. I knew he smoked because every time he came to school, he would always whip out a fucking... Black and mild and be like, damn, I don't got no weed on me. I'm going to go smoke this shit in the staircase. Like, I, I was in a very bad school. And he would come to school and he was like, hey, do you want to smoke? And I was like, I mean, sure. So I went I went with him. I went out with him, whatever. And we went to the back. And I tell you, this kid came next to me. I had never been, like, too close to him. Like, he sat in the back of the classroom. I sat in, like, kind of the front because English was my favorite class. And... When I tell you when I stood next to this boy, I had never smelled onions so strong in my life. I was like, sir. I was like, oh, my God. And I didn't, like, I didn't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, oh, my God, what is that smell? And he was like, what? I was like, yo, what the fuck? Are we by the cafeteria garbage? (laughs) And he was like, 
What? <laughs> you don't smell that? He was like, no. And then I realized that's because it's you. You don't want to tell me. Sir, I'm sorry, but there is a Walgreens down the block and a CVS two blocks up. You can get some deodorant. Like, it's okay. It's not. It's sometimes, right. I think, sometimes I think people like that really use deodorant over their own body odor because you, you can't. You can't. I'm yeah, sorry. Like you have to shower then put deodorant on like you can't be smelly for like two days and then put deodorant on like it doesn't work like that and don't spray yourself with that fucking axe cologne and think that all all we're gonna smell is axe first when you just spray that over a body that smells oh my god it's like you don't know what to do it's even worse like it's it's bad yeah it's worse when it's just covered up ew Mm -hmm. So if you are this type of stoner, please love you. at minimum, get some toothpaste, get some deodorant, get Take some a shower shampoo. like at least, you know, seven times a week. At least seven times a week. <laughs> yeah, you know, aim for seven. We'll, we'll be happy. Yeah. Um, you know, what a day, you know? <laughs> I do think that there are a lot of people who do fall into this category unfortunately but I think that's like more of personality types they wouldn't say smoking is the cause for all of that I think people who are going to be like that are going to be like that anyways and that's okay exactly if that if they're comfortable as long as you're comfortable with yourself yeah if you're happy with what you're doing go ahead keep doing it you know don't let other people influence you if you don't want to change you don't have to change Okay, so next up is our morbid stoner type. Would you like to take this one away, Mel? Sure. Okay, so the morbid stoner always listened to metal and pinned up pentagrams on their black walls. They wore black t-shirts with metal band logos and blue jeans. Dressing up consisted of a wrinkled button-up shirt. They usually tried to grow their hair long and had weird fascinations with chain mail armor and dragons. For whatever reason, the morbid stoner was always obsessed with evil. They had bongs shaped like skulls. They lit black candles and usually collect knives and horflex. Okay, I know two people like this. They always seemed to smoke marble cigarettes and nine out of ten times had a zippo lighter. And even though they were obsessed with the... <coughs> oh my god. With the occult and anything evil, they were usually pretty nice and easy to get along with, which never made a lot of sense. The Marbird Stoner usually always bought a quarter bag and never owed much money. They usually bought an older car and tried to fix it up. They would tend to stay up at night and sleep late, and they'd always be talking about getting tickets to the next metal concert that was coming into town. They were laid back and always seemed just a slight bit arrogant. They were nice, but they really didn't give much of a crap about what you were saying. The world was against them in their eyes, and for whatever reason, they had to stick together to fight the war of society. Did I mention that they could usually do hand drawings of really evil stuff that looks amazing? Okay. This this definition, um, I don't know if you've ever seen One Tree Hill, but for my One Tree Hill fans out there, this definition completely just reminds me of the guy who roofied Peyton in season one. I just wanted oh to say God. that. That is who this that's the definite like the picture of the person that comes up for me when you read this definition. Um, I have personally never dated anybody like this, but I do know a few. Have you? Okay, so the definition fits somebody, but they weren't really a stoner. <laughs> well, technically, according to Miriam Webster, Miriam Webster, Miriam Webster dictionary, um, mm-hmm. Alki did consume alcohol habitually, so... Oh, yeah. Technically, she is a stoner. Yeah, my ex-girlfriend. She was exactly like this. Literally. She wore chains. She wore spikes. She wore these funky little pants with these buttons on the side, and sometimes I would rip open the pant leg when we were out so it would unbutton. (laughs) I was such a fucking kid, bro. Let me just remind you that there's like a 20-year age gap between my ex-girlfriend so if she wore the button-up shirt wasn't wrinkled I wouldn't say but she definitely did like the whole armor and dragon she loves skulls 
You know, she had swords all over those walls. She did. She had swords and axes. In my personal opinion, I found it really cool because I'm a big Game of Thrones fan. So I loved what she had up on the walls. It's not personally like the kind of decor I like, but it is stuff that I find very fascinating and cool. It was cool until the red paint on the wall and she made it look like blood. That was weird. Yeah, that was a little, that was a little much. She was a sweetheart, though, and, um... She just, when she drank, she turned into a bitch. Like, if she didn't drink, she would be, I would probably still be with her. I would probably be married, let's be honest. Yeah. Um, and she had a freaking Zippo lighter. That's so funny. She bought, bitch. She sent me two (laughs) Zippo lighters to my house with our pictures and our names engraved in it and said together forever, mind you, she sent that to me because we broke up. That was like a month or two after they broke up. Yes, guys, this is T. Mel got a care package from her ex-girlfriend. And she had someone deliver it to my house. And when I opened the door, she was like, hi, this is for Melanie Torn. Yeah, Melanie Torn. She was just like, oh, okay, well, um, you weren't supposed to be home. She told me you wouldn't be home. And I was just like, uh, okay, is that a problem? She was like, no, I just need to take a picture of you with the package just to ensure that you got it and to let her know. I was like, is this bitch really serious? And when like, she, she was just extra. And when you opened the box, you found Zippo lighters, but like with their pictures on it. Customized Zippo lighters. Honestly, when I got that box, I thought it was going to be completely different. I thought there was going to be, I thought there was going to be, um, I don't know. I A cobra be- in it. No, I thought there was going to be stuff that I can't really drink. <laughs> oh, I know what you thought. You thought Andrew was going to be in it. I thought Andrew was in the box because I felt like she was going to do that. <laughs> because she was like, oh, I'm sending everything. You can take this and you can take that. And I was like, all right, bitch, I'll take it. Fuck you. I'll take our boyfriend. I'll take our, yeah, we had a, we had a rubber boyfriend. <laughs> Oh, my God. So I've never personally dated anybody like this, but it does remind me of this kid that went to my college. He used to walk around barefoot and carry a devil stick with him. Uh, He smoked a lot of weed. And at first, I thought he was, like, going to be so crazy and rude. He ended up being a very sweet kid. Um, We got along very well. And shout out to Barefoot. I'm not going to say his name, but anybody who went to school with me knows who I'm talking about. And it's so funny when I was reading this definition about them being like the sweetest people, but believe in the occult. He would walk around barefoot, ripped pants with a stick in his, with a devil stick in his hand. And he was the friendliest person around. So good job, barefoot. I like half of the things in here. Like I think that swords and stuff are so cool but you know maybe try and buy an iron and iron up your shirt (laughs) and don't send your ex-girlfriends zippo lighters with pictures of you both on them yeah please just don't stop making everything so dark and you know what just just like try to enjoy the moment don't focus on that negative past shit all right because that shit is annoying Don't look on the past. Look look ahead to your future. Stop talking about the past. Yeah, in okay. the dating realm, that kind of that could definitely affect the relationship. And I feel like in some senses that did for you her negative mm-hmm. outlook on life sometimes. Yeah, because you know me, I'm such a positive poly. So when you put me in a room with a negative Nancy, I'm like, mm. Why are you so mean? Yeah. I'm like, don't you just think that unicorns are magical? And she's like, I'd like to stab a unicorn. Ariana. <laughs> she likes to talk about her next stoner type. Okay. So the next stoner type on our list, our hippie stoner type, <laughs> is up next on the list. And this says, you knew this one was coming. The hippie stoner was always the happy stoner. They were always the most fun to get stoned with. They liked colorful music, decorations, and clothes. 
They always had things laying around that would make your mind work overtime after you smoke some of their really good stuff. They were peaceful <laughs> and loving. Aww. They didn't judge anyone except the authorities that made the laws banning their life. The hippie stoner had black lights, tie-dye shirts, leather fringes, beads, and their place always smelled a little funny. Not necessarily good or bad. That's because you know they were using incense. They eventually got into piercings and had a little more modern music. Still, their favorite music was the 60s, and they always wanted to know how to play some obscure musical instrument, the ukulele. They... (laughs) They seemed to have hints of some weird religion. They always got hand-me-down furniture that was always broken in and comfortable. The hippie stoner was happy about life and made the best out of the situations they faced. They usually had health food and loved anything natural. For whatever reason, makeup and hair gel was not their friend. They always knew about weird stuff to do when you got sick or hurt yourself. Life was never dull with the hippie stoner. Wow. I feel like I identify with that. Not fully, but, like, just a little bit. I've definitely never dated a hippie stoner. I don't think I've ever dated a hippie stoner, but I feel like, I don't know, I feel like, okay, so even though we're going into stoner types, I feel like someone can be a mix, and I feel like I have a little bit of this in me. Only because, like, do you really see me walking around here with leather fringes and beads? No. (laughs) Okay. Do you see me listening to 60s music? No. Do you see me? Do you see me happy about life? (laughs) You just said, I'm the positive one. No, I'm literally, like, I'm that bitch. I have LED lights on when I smoke. I make sure I have the music good. I make sure we have the snacks. I make sure we have the drinks. Like, I need to set a vibe. Like, I'm here for a vibe. I'm here for a good time, not a long time. I would definitely classify your music as colorful, if you ask me. Yeah, my music is all over the place. I do think that this definition could be broken down and added to, like, other definitions, Mm -hmm. like you said. um, Because I feel like this kind of... I have some of this, too. You know what I'm saying? I want to set the mood for smoking. I yeah. I don't like incense. That is not my thing. But I like to hang cute stuff in my room. And, you know, I like incense if they smell nice. This definition, I think, is the broad definition. And I feel like this should be the stereotypical definition of stoner because that's what I picture when I picture somebody who smokes weed. Yeah. This definition. Yeah, that's what I see. I don't see like a, a blob that lays around. I see someone that's always like, oh my God, like this is fun and this is good. I've met a few in my passing. I've just never been, like, in a clique. But, I mean, like, I've never been in a clique close enough to date anybody like this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Okay. So, the next stoner type on our list is a party girl. Mel, take it away. So, the party girl stoner isn't necessarily of the female gender. They got their name because where they congregate. There will usually be more women than men. This group usually includes college students, jocks, strippers, waiters, and waitresses, people who frequent clubs or bars, and Christian smokers. (laughs) This is the second most cliquish group one can find. You'd be lucky if they thought about inviting you. The party girl stoner is always showing some amount of skin or making sexual references. Hmm, Sounds familiar. They are incredibly beautiful people and are incredibly materialistic. They can also be incredibly funny and goofy when having one of their many parties. <laughs> they tend to use and run over people and are arrogant. Oh my gosh. <laughs> they are social machines and a good percentage of what they talk about is gossip, revenge, or how someone did them wrong at their work. They usually have hot tempers because they are spoiled and they already know this. Sometimes they're proud of this. The party girl stoner is also a good drinker. Half of, half the time, they are drunk when they are stoned. Oof. They love shopping malls and are usually middle or upper class. They are usually always fighting with their significant other, and there tends to be a significant amount of drama associated with their immediate lives, especially with their mother or father for some reason. They watch a lot of TV and love the most popular top 40 music. They are trendy, popular, and they usually lack a sense of spirituality. 
Damn. Hi, Becky. They just went in. <laughs> hey, Hannah. What's up? How you doing? No, yeah, I know people like this for sure. I bet you, oh, I know one like this. You ready? Yeah. Fuck, what was the name we gave her last episode? Who? Um, Alki's friend. Sandy, Sandy. 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 This right here is saying, I don't know about the about some of this, but def- definitely she congregates where there's more women than men, and she definitely hangs around in bars and clubs. She definitely is cliquish, and she definitely is a sexual person. She's sometimes funny. She's pretty arrogant. She talks about gossip, revenge, or how someone did them wrong. And <laughs> she is hot-headed. And she does drink. Yeah, and she is uppercut. Yep, that's her. Um, I Hi, think- Sandy! I dated somebody kind of like this, not like long term, but just in general. Um, I feel like this defines a lot of people if you're not just putting it onto a girl, like it said, not just the female gender. I've definitely met guys like this, Mm -hmm. a a ton of them, Um, especially when you're younger. I feel like you come across more people like this. I, I definitely used to party when I was back in college a little bit, so I would mm-hmm. drink and smoke, but we've talked about how I'm definitely not a fan of being cross-faded. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to say. They drink and smoke. I can't do that. Nor do I like to, but I definitely used to because, fun fact, guys, this is informational for all of you. <laughs> Um, smoking after drinking, like just a little bit though, not just to go to bed because you might get the spins will help with your hangover the next day. Yeah. Now if you're smoking (laughs) blunt to blunt, joint to joint, um, that's not the same thing. Oh my God. I feel like this defines a lot of the stoners, um, that were around when I was in high school. If that makes sense. Like if you... Like, they drink and smoke? They drink, they smoke, they're not really, like, spiritual, they're kind of very arrogant and into themselves, and I think that happens just a lot in general with teenagers. Yeah. And maybe I can't think or pinpoint anybody. Actually, no, I definitely did date somebody just like this, like, (laughs) except he was kind of like this, and the dropout stoner all put together because he lived in a house with a bunch of roommates and um they drank all the time and they were you told me about this were still trying to get um and they were still trying to get like their lives together but they were uh a few years older than even me which I'm not going to give away our age but yes oh my god that just whoop, bing. And why I didn't tell anybody about this person was because of all these reasons um they it, it wasn't worth speaking about if that makes sense just damn that sucks i didn't know all that that's whack i think if i by reading that definition i would never like just come up with that on my own but by reading that definition and morphing it with the dropout stoner i could definitely yeah. get a personality type out of that <laughs> crazy yeah i'm not about i'm not about that whole crossfaded life but like i remember i remember on my birthday when was it last year they came, her and one of our other friends, they came to the bar to, like, drink because I was a bartender there. And they were ordering shots of honey, and I was giving them triples. <laughs> they both got so drunk, and I don't really drink. I drove home after work with them. We smoked, and I just remember looking at them and them looking absolutely gone. Like, after you guys drank all that, and then we smoked, I think we smoked, like, two joints that night. We smoked the one with wax and Keith that night. And I just remember looking at you and you were just like, what? What? <laughs> and then she started telling me how much she loves me. And that's how I knew she was gone. Because <laughs> she started grabbing my face, telling me, do you know how much I love you? And I was like, yes, I know. I love you too. It's so funny because um, Brittany will text me like if we're going out drinking and she's like, oh, I can't wait to hear how much you love me tonight. <laughs> so, oh, so that's just something you do then. You just go around telling them okay, that you love them. So n- <laughs> our next 
<laughs> Our next stoner type is the pimp stoner. And pimp stoner is usually not a pimp. Of course, they are laid back and relaxed. They take life as if as it comes to them. They are engrossed in their culture and are usually somewhat close to family members who may or may not smoke with them. The pimp stoner are usually focused on themselves to the point where it wastes time and energy and they aren't fast to make decisions. They are usually low to mid income and they are the third hardest click to get into. The pimp stoner is one of the few stoners who love athletics and outside. They are overly concerned with their clothes and cars so they can impress their friends. They ask a lot of favors from each other and borrow a lot from each other. One can say this group really sticks together. They also tend to cuss a lot and most of the time they roll joints. They don't waste a lot of time on bongs or pipes. And if you smoke with the pimp stoner, relax. It's going to be a while before he finally takes his drag and passes that thing around. Okay, I definitely know this stoner. Yeah, me too. I definitely know a ton of them. I'm trying to think if I... I know one I dated. I feel like I've definitely dated this stoner too. But I before going into like negative dating experiences of this stoner, in reality, I love this stoner. Yeah, like it's not a, it's not negative at all. Like this is honestly me. <laughs> like I smoke with my whole ass family. Yeah, you do. I think that they, you curse a lot. Yeah, I do curse a lot. You borrow all my clothes. Borrow? I don't borrow. I take from the Ariana Boutique. <laughs> and first of all, you gave these to me in a bag. It's not my fault. I never gave them back. <laughs> you never asked. <laughs> And you know this is the this is the this is the guy that's like, are you ready to sife? Are you ready to sife? And then sits there for like twelve minutes talk- talking about something, like telling you a joke that they're laughing at themselves before lighting and passing the joint. <laughs> it says when when it said that um it it takes um them a while to take their drag and pass that thing around, dead ass because I will be doing. A thousand and one things before I light it sometimes. Not all the time. Like, sometimes I'll roll it and just straight light it if I really need it. That's a true definition like, for me, too. Like, just that part about, like, taking forever to light it because I'm always talking about something or always distracted by something. I will I will literally take five minutes to start a set. So, have you dated this type of stoner? The pin stoner? Yes, I have. Tell us about him. Okay. You definitely know him. Okay. So, okay, let me break it down. So, basically, he's pretty relaxed, and he's pretty close to his family. Some of his family smoke. The majority of them smoke, and um, he's pretty, he's pretty, he's pretty much, like, obsessed with going outside. Like, he doesn't have, he doesn't have a car, but he loves being outside. Like, he loves it. And he always likes, like, he'll always still ask me, because we're still pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So he'll ask me for an opinion on what he's getting, like, if I need to help him. I'll just be like, yeah, like, cop that or whatever, or do this. And he's he's always rolling joints, always rolling joints. And him and his, one of his best friends, they definitely borrow a lot from each other. And he takes forever to pass a fucking joint sometimes because he'll be. Um, I've dated this type of stoner, too. It's actually, like, my least favorite. I know it sounds weird, like, my least favorite definitely cared about what he wore but only wore the same you know those guys that only wear like black and white t-shirts like that's their style black and white t-shirts yeah. with, like jeans and air force ones so they look neat but it's not really a style that's how that's how my ex was that's how the one who i'm talking about is oh he has like really good style now are we talking about the same one maybe not okay i don't know yeah you're right maybe we're not talking about the same one who are you talking about now that we've clarified that, we weren't talking about the same <laughs> ex, guys. So, um, yeah, but he looks neat. It's like, it's, it's the yeah. guy that looks neat. You know, th- these are the sneaker head. I feel like this, this is the sneaker head compartment. Of yeah, stuff. they're like obsessed with their wardrobe. Like they always want to look cute when they go out. But then it's just like, like weird flex, but okay. <laughs> yeah, I got you. Um. So 
this kind of stoner is my favorite in the friend group. Like, as a friend, I love this stoner. Our next stoner is the the corporate stoner. The corporate stoner type. Why do we say everything? I feel like we need everything fancy to be in an English accent. But, with that being said. I know. The corporate stoner type. The corporate stoner. Take it away now. So, the corporate... So the corporate stoner type, he's sharp. Let me not read in that whole thing. He's sharp. He's dressed up in his suit or uniform, and he's all about business. Mm, know who this is? He's hiding back in his hotel room, smoking a joint, and hiding out for most of the people he knows. He spends a lot of time in bars and will hang out a lot with the party girl stoners. This is the most difficult clique to get into, period. They can be arrogant, rude, self-centered, pushy, and downright backstabbing. Wow. They usually have one or two... <laughs> They usually have one or two guys they hang out with most of the time, and they spend a lot of time in the bar. They have a need to succeed, and they are interested in number one. So if you think you're going to rat them out, they'll destroy you. You can't tell them who they are because they don't tell anyone they smoke. They are tiny secret societies, and even the drug dealers don't usually like them because they are worried about getting caught. Wow. That's crazy. I know someone like that. I know some. I feel like... Okay, so I feel like in an essence, this is kind of me because I don't like to like I like to hide the fact that I'm high and everything. Um, I don't think I'm downright backstabbing and stuff. But I do think this is a category that I could kind of um, resonate with just a little bit. So like mm-hmm. somebody asked me when I first published this podcast, they were like, Oh, my God, you I like you don't remind me of a smoker. And I'm like, Well, what like, because what's your definition of smoker? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we definitely know somebody like this. I have dated people who are like me in the fact of like li- liking to hide their um, their smoking side and always dressed very nice mm-hmm. and all about business. Uh, one of my exes like literally used to wake up after smoking and read the newspaper and like do homework. And I would just be like, oh my this is when I first started smoking so I wasn't like smart smoking yet and I just wasn't like as with it as him and that that part is always impressive to me and I love that once you learn how to smart smoke you too can be all about business and still smoke and I dated this other guy he he had impeccable style like I know I used to feel like inferior to him when we went out because his outfit was (laughs) always better than mine it was always on point. And he is like very clean cut too, but didn't really hide the fact that he smoked. And then we both know somebody exactly like this to a T. Exactly. I don't think there's anything that doesn't remind me of them in here. And hey, they're successful. Can't take that away. Yep. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. So the nerd stoner is our next stoner type. The nerd stoner is a little more rare than the other groups. They love to get stoned and work on their computers. They can do all kinds of incredible things and they usually are the ones who write books. They never stop. They're always building a bigger bong, rolling a longer joint, or doing something you've never seen before. This group is the easiest to join but not to get along with because the debates, research, computer time, attention deficit disorder, and weird quirks can wear on some people. <laughs> they love life and are somewhat pessimistic about people. They are more prone to spill your bong water or salivate all over the That's gross. They smoke. They are weird and, tr- and true breed with a mix of chaos and security. They love junk food, and their house is usually a disaster. They collect junk that you thought no one could use until they made a bong out of it, and that worked disturbingly well. They are funny, difficult, and sincere, and they cherish their friends. Their house is usually their house usually smells weird because they haven't taken out the trash or done any laundry in a decade or so. They love life, blue skies, and have 10 million good ideas they'll never finish. The nerd stoner is one of the nicest guys you can smoke with, and they usually like to hang with the hippie stoners. That sounds like me. As soon as you said ADD, I was like, me. I feel like that sounds like, I feel like that sounds like me. 
to research and debate topics. But you definitely don't slobber all over the domain. No, I hate that. That's like literally. That's disgusting. All right, let's not get into it. <laughs> yeah, that's my. You know, that's my pet peeve. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll, be like, I'll break the rotation. I'll be like, no, I'm good. I'll literally like take the lighter and dry the fuck out of that tip. Like, I don't care. No, I've literally like seen people spit on a ew on a joint and like not like but you see their spit when they're about to pass it and I'm like, no, I'm good this round. <laughs> no thank you. No thank you. Coronavirus. Coronavirus. Oh my god. Um, so I definitely know some people who have a ton of these qualities. But I don't really agree that they're, like, the messy ones. I feel like donors are usually pretty neat. I don't know why. It depends on what kind of nerd. Like, do they mean nerd, like, geek nerd to the point where they just have a bunch of shit in their house like they're 12 years old? Or do they mean nerd, like, smart nerd? So I think, like, it could be both. I get what you're saying. Like, there's, like, a geek and then there's, like, a nerd. What does nerd and geek even mean in like 2020? Because I feel like our generation, our generation was revenge of the nerds. You know, I say it like, for like funny stuff. Like I'll call my, I'll be like, shut up, nerd. Like we'll say it yeah, like me that. Too. You're such a um, nerd. I love nerds because I'm definitely a half breeded nerd. I think once people get to know me, like then they see what a nerd I am, and they're like, oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. I pretty much like these kind of stoners. Um, like I said, I don't agree with the whole thing, so I feel like I can't directly pinpoint a person. And I've definitely kind of dated a nerd stoner, but I have met people who are not nerdy and salivate all over blunts and people yeah. who are like super nerdy and don't. Wait, like- oh my God, have you ever been around those stoners? I don't know what category they would fall into. Around those stoners, so you know how you get the munchies after you smoke, right? Have you mm-hmm. ever been around one of those stoners who, like, you're eating... Okay, so you're eating a bag of chips. Picture this, because <laughs> this happened to me. You put your hand in this bag of chips and you feel wet. Because they're licking their fingers before they dip their hand back into the bag of chips. So there's just spit all in there. And I literally pulled my hand out and almost threw up. I was like, yeah, no, I'm good. And they were like, are you sure? And I was like, yeah, I'm not really hungry. <laughs> I would have a hundred percent thrown up, like in the bag of chips. I would have. I didn't want to make the them feel bad. Related to that me, is... <laughs> I don't see them often, so I was like, "Let me not ruin this." Oh no, that is literally like I remember in college, we used to smoke with this one um, person, and they would spit all over the joint, and we would literally play musical chairs in the bathroom to like skip our part in the site like the rest of oh. us so we didn't have to smoke it after her or we'd just be like no you could pass it the other way no you <laughs> especially when you're high because like like no cap we would literally like you don't you're not as sensitive like we were talking about last week so we would just be like uh, uh no we think we're done smoking for right now <laughs> we're good you guys only took a hit yeah we're totally clapped right now and we felt so bad because like this person was so sweet i was and... just like damn y'all let me chief it yeah and she, like they were so sweet the sweetest but it's just spit all over the blunt and they were kind of like a loner so we would like want to invite them because we genuinely like the person you know what i'm saying but like yeah we would like pray that they weren't gonna smoke that day well i know when when someone does that in this house <laughs> in my kingdom we a lighter and we cross like the j of the blunt and we just dry it because like we ain't about that life like <laughs> we just we got it so guys there's a little tip for you you know try to do it not honestly, in front of them but honestly it doesn't even be do it in front of them because like they should know like, I'm just the type to keep it honest. Like, bro, what the fuck? This joint is wet as hell. Like, I would be so upset if I rolled a joint and I passed it to someone and I got it back wet. Oh, that's so nasty. But honestly, after after Rona passes and everything, like, 
I'm either going to get those glass pieces or really just chief my own shit because I think it's the safest way to go. When I think about the amount of people that I've shared blunts with, it's so gross when something like this happens and you're like, oh my God, you know? Like, I think I've only, the only type of random people that I've ever smoked with were like friends that my friends had. Um, but yeah, so that's it on nerdy stoners. I think a lot of stoners love junk food. Um, and I've met nerdy stoners who are completely like neat freaks. So I don't really go with that. And I've met non nerdy stoners who are complete disasters. That depends on the person. I don't really think it depends on the weed. Although I do realize that if you smoke in your car and stuff, I feel like people who smoke in their cars have way messier cars than people who don't i will say that as my only negative thing (laughs) okay so for our next stoner type we have gamers i'll give that a read if you'd like take it away so it says while very closely related to the nerd stoner type the gamer stoner is a very interesting breed undertones of any of the stereotypes listed except for the party girl (laughs) they love to get stoned and play games more often than not, marijuana is the gamers is the gamer stoner's spinach. They get superhuman video game powers whilst they are stoned and playing games at us. The gamer stoner is indeed a hardcore gamer. Some gamer stoners have a tough time finding their own kind. But once two gamer stoners find each other, it's like they're old friends. They get along well with most other stereotypes of the party girl. Gamer stoners often wish they could put them out of their misery. They have interesting quirks and interesting vocabulary often heard in the expression as whoop. And most of the time, the gamer stoner is very fidgety with his hands. Gamer stoners are very cool people and are very laid back in movies, TV, and of course games. When you walk into a gamer stoner's pad, you'll quietly, you'll quickly notice the top-notch entertainment center along with the latest consoles, PC, and games. The gamer stoner is always looking for ways to make something louder, faster, and or stable. They'll never throw away boxes and always have electronics and stereo equipment that is going to get fixed this weekend. <laughs> The gamer stoner usually has a job that makes them enough money to live nicely and have the latest gear. Some gamer stoners actually become a part of the game industry. They're also very into music, technology, and exotic pets. You can usually find these guys at land parties, pro wrestling events, or 20-something bars, software stores, music events, festivals, and of course, raves. They generally smoke out of everything. They just have as much pride in their paraphernalia as they do in their games and electronics. They usually go through an eighth or two a week. Wow. I think I identify the most with the gamer stoner. I've definitely dated the gamer stoner. And I think the gamer stoner really encompasses like a lot, like they said, a lot of um, all the other stoner categories that they gave us. Um, So I do have to say this one's pretty much my favorite one. I've definitely dated one. Um, And yeah, it's true. And I feel like that was the same one that I was saying, like, was kind of nerdy as well. But I would definitely say Gamer fits him more because of, like, the neatness and all of that, you know? I think it, like, encompasses the creativity of the nerd stoner and the, like, neatness of the corporate stoner and just kind of gives an altogether well-rounded definition Mm -hmm. or description. Definitely, You've definitely dated this type. This is, like, yeah, <laughs> your prime, like, real estate. Yeah, because, like, even though I'm not, even you, like, this is, this yeah. is a lot like you as my best friend. And, like, it's just so funny because I'm not a gamer you, at all. Me and Mel. After I'm high, like, there's nothing stopping me from, like. I've seen you play games our whole life. I used to be, like, let's watch Degrassi. And Mel would be, like, let's play Ice Age on my PlayStation 2 oh my god but you can't tell me Ice Age was not a bomb diggity ass game that was that and Mortal Kombat are my two favorite games um ever other than that you will not catch me on a gaming console one time oh my god I was out with um my friend Sierra and we were at our friend's house at the time at college and we're sitting down and they were gamers actually and so we're playing like K2, but not K2. What is it? Is uh, it K2? Um, the fucking, the 2K? 2K, okay. 2K, yeah. Um, <laughs> K2? Is it K2? So we're playing, like, no, K2 synthetically. Oh. Don't smoke that shit, guys. So we're playing, mm-hmm. right? And I'm killing it. Like, I'm literally on top of my game, <laughs> killing it. The guys were like, we would just go hang out, smoke, like all do our own homework and whatever, mm-hmm. right? We lived in the dorm. They lived in a house. Me and Sierra are like, 
oh my God, how are you doing that? And I'm like, I'm pressing this and I'm pressing that and look at me. So the guys come over and they look at the screen and they're like, there's no <sighs> way. It was on computer. Oh mode. yeah, computer games are honestly like, that's like almost the easiest platform. Number one, I'm going to sound like such a gamer sonar right now. Number one, it runs so fucking fast. You turn around in a game like, oh, you can set it up to 120 frames per second, bro. It is well, no, so fast. Well, no, this was on the actual TV, oh. like from a console, but the but my controller was the computer was playing for oh. me. So I thought I was great. Like I, I thought I was like gonna be this gamer <laughs> prodigy, never played this game in my life, came on it, I'm killing it. And all of a sudden they're like, they're trying to play it for me. Like they're like, let let me see, let me see. And it was freaking the computer playing for me which made a lot more sense yeah because i I was gonna say wait (laughs) i was like how did you fucking first of all i tried to play call of duty with ariana and we tried to play the zombies and it just did not go too well we died like in two minutes (laughs) she was like no again i got it and i was like okay i was like if you need help just tell me and then as she was getting killed, she was like, Mel, Mel. I was like, why did you tell me? The only, as they were literally like eating <laughs> my face off, the only game I could play is PUBG on the phone. And um, if I remembered my app, I would give it to all of you because <laughs> winner, winner, chicken dinner. And you only know what I'm talking about if you play PUBG. <laughs> I'm more of a Fortnite girl. I'm more of a um, Fortnite girl. I got my shit washed in Fortnite the other day. Don't play games, but I don't mind people who do play them. Like, I don't yeah. mind gamers. You know how some... I don't like the people who are, like, super, like, gamer. I remember there was, like, this room at college that had all the, like, gamer anime types inside that room. And if you walked in that room, they stared at you, like... Yeah, you there's, the like, out. different... Like, anime here. is just, like, a completely different form of gamer, I feel like. That's, like... Anime is just like, don't fucking tell them that you hate anime. Don't fucking ask them to try to explain it to you because I don't know how, but my brothers know Japanese from watching anime. I'm sure a lot of people do. It was just never my realm, but you are definitely right. These are like my favorite types of people. Also because they like movies and stuff and like TV shows. And, you know, I was always like the gamer of movies and TV shows. Like I could tell you what actor was in these yeah, five movies exactly. you know what I'm saying so that's like my stuff I get into stuff like that so I think that like brings a relative closeness and I do often feel that like they're nerdy this spinach comment reminded me of somebody that we used to work with when they used to say don't forget to smoke <laughs> your green <laughs> never and you've definitely dated this oh I've type. definitely I think every person I've dated was this type you know what's fucked up what's kind of annoying is that like Okay, so I'll start talking to people and like people that I think are cute or that I'm interested in and they'll be like, oh, do you play video games? And I'm always like, well, yeah, um, I probably don't play what you play. Like, I don't play no sports shit. Like, I play RPG games. I play first player games. My category of games is very different. She has a Spider-Man edition of PS4. They'll be like, oh, wow, gamer girl. Like, I'm don't call me a gamer girl because... I'm not I'm not one of those girls that joins fucking clans and joins events and wants to start a Twitch stream. Like I just genuinely like enjoy video games. Like I feel like that's like my little escape. I have The Sims. I had Animal Crossing when quarantine first started that helped me feel like it was a different world that I was on the beach. So I was excited about that, but I'm definitely not like a serial gamer. And I think that's how movies actually make me feel, too, is, like, it's a little escape or shows an escape from what's, like, going on in your own life. So it makes things a little bit easier to get through. And I think that um, this definition of a stoner type, I like. I think that it encompasses, like we said, everybody. And we've definitely dated these. Definitely. Definitely dated them. Maybe might be one. We're not sure as long yet. As I feel like I don't mind dating that type of stoner because as long as games aren't more important than me, then I don't really care. And that's just the only part where it gets a little murky, I think, for some people.
We also just want to add that we really did this episode using these kinds of definitions that although they have negative connotations in it, we wanted them to bring out the fact that there are various types of people who smoke, not just your stereotypical stoner that everybody thinks everybody who smokes weed looks, sounds, and is like. We're going to be getting more into this in all of our podcasts, the different types of stoners, because really it's about the different types of people that there are. And um, we just wanted to do this episode to bring that out in a fun, laughable way. So we hope you guys all enjoyed this episode. Come psych with us during high tea next week to hear about the pros and cons of marijuana in a relationship and a special guest interview. Ooh. I know we're doing interviews out here. Um, so we'll it. actually have a real safe going next week. We're going to be interviewing yes. a couple, which I'm really excited about and dig into being in a relationship with the stoner when you're a non-stoner and how it's marijuana changes relationships. So we hope you all enjoyed this episode of Teen Relief High Tea. We can't wait to have you guys back for next week's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, follow, comment, and rate this podcast. Also, follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. To stay up to date on all things Teen Relief. Bye, Bye Yay!